30 days. Do it for 30 days, the habit. Yeah. And we're live. We're live. We're live. Good morning, everyone. And welcome back to myself, to Morning Minutes. And Mark Novak joins me for today. I think uh, we're going to do a little bit of a recap of August as I've been out of action for a month. So what better way to get recapped on Morning Minutes with Mark? Good to see you. How are you, bud? Mate, welcome back. You had a um, bit, bit of spinal surgery. Yeah, so for anyone listening and cares, which that will be everyone, I had double fusion surgery <laughs> through my neck. So I was out of action. Um, so my fourth surgery on my spine, neck, broke playing rugby. So it's been pretty shit for the last seven years, but hopefully this is it and um, get back to some sort of normality and less pain basically daily. So, yeah. Wow. Mate, good. It's good that it all went well, though. Like that's um, you're you're in the hands of the gods there. Yes. So from yeah, everything went well. Now it's just time. So, and that sort of sucks when it's a little bit out of your hands. You just just got to go with the time and see how things uh, unfold. So yeah, Mark, August. How? Let's yeah. Res residential first, and just for anyone watching, where I sort of left off in August was really when Melbourne was getting hit hard with the second wave, I felt in the Sydney market, even though we didn't have the cases like Melbourne did, I felt a bit of stigma and attitude in the buying and selling community going, hang on. Like we just started to get all the confidence back. Now it's sort of gone because of Melbourne and it hadn't affected many deals yet, but the sense was there. Did that ever unfold? How was August? maybe from Novak's perspective as a whole and then as a gen I know you're speaking with a lot of agents you had on the show so and out of Sydney's yeah look it's, it, it has been unusual because um and now Melbourne's going into lockdown for another two weeks um they got the announcement last night um it's been I think as Sydney property market look there's definitely a necessity there that has to be filled um and if you if you yeah, that's a fact. And when when COVID hit, we didn't know if there was a necessity, if property fell into that necessity or that essential part of people's world. And I think the great news is that it has for rentals, for sales, property has proved absolutely essential and not something Australians are willing to pause or not something Australians are willing to uh, forget about, you know, for a year or two or, or put lower on the priority list. So, you know, the good news was that in that month, we just, I think, you know, pr property has kept, has kept trading. It's been very consistent. Um, now, the buggers in Melbourne, unfortunately, even though that necessity is there for tenants and landlords and buyers and sellers, um, it, was, it was literally the blood was forced to stop flowing by the surgeon, the surgeon being the government. So it's had a massive, massive pause effect over there. And we were just thinking, shit, is that pause effect going to happen here? Mm. Bottom line, it did not happen here because it's just, it's proven to be essential. So unless the, uh, the government turned around and, and, said, and said to us, you cannot tr transact, you cannot show property, you cannot do anything uh, like that physically, then, you know, it, it just kept going. So um, it's, it's pretty interesting in reflection, but yeah. 
And um, all uh, what restrictions? So there's no um, with the incentive. So job keeper, job seeker, rentals is what sort of happening? Can you terminate tenants? Can you increase rent? Did anything bigger change in August? Not really. Look, there was a there was all these announcements. Um, there's of that we couldn't put rents up at the beginning of COVID. Um, that we we couldn't uh, ask tenants to leave properties uh, at the beginning of COVID. The mandate went all the way up till first of September. In some circumstances, on the twenty eighth or twenty seventh of September, um, it's been very interesting that the government hasn't really come out and said, "Look, we're extending that." They did with Job Keeper, Job Seeker. They made extensions and they reduced the incentives a little bit but certainly uh, the government has has uh, has pushed as is put tenant prospective tenants that are laid on rent out on a cliff a little bit now yep. um, and they haven't said guys you know reduced payments or or anything or halved it or anything so pretty much now for residential tenants it's uh it's time to pull your socks up and get and pay your rent um uh, you, you, that you know, you're coming to that point where you will be able to get evicted, um, and you don't have that um, that protection of of uh, of COVID anymore. Yep. Um, interesting move. Perfect. And so, what do you reckon for the next sort of couple of weeks leading? What's the focus of a lot of clients? So everyone's still got the confidence to move the rental market. Where where how did we go and know that? Because we're a good barometer of where the Northern Beaches market is because we're normally doing a lion's share of, of lettings. Where did August end, and is that just as act, active active for the beginning of September, in rents being done? And just before August, um, we were sort of saying due to COVID, rents were down about five ten percent. Did that get smaller or same or greater in the part in August? I'd say they're up five percent. Okay, so some uh, back to normal down five. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So it sort of got to that stage where in the worst part of COVID, we were discounting rents maybe as much as 15% from just before COVID started. And I'd say now, probably each two months, we recovered at five, back a 5% up, 5% up. So we're all, I'd say we're almost back to normal with where the rental amounts are sitting. Um, now, I think that we what we've also noticed is that we're a little bit blessed because People are after a sea change or a tree change uh, and Northern Beaches fits into that sea change. Uh, so, you know, for, for rentals and for sales, I think we've benefited. Um, believe it or not, Michael, we've lost a lot of people um, out of the Northern Beaches. They've moved for a further tree change or a further sea change. So they've decided to go a little bit more out of Sydney, which has been a bit of a bummer. But, the good news is those people have come in to the northern beaches with the same motivation. So it, there's this, um, there's you know, we're getting families that are going, you know what, I don't need to go in the city anymore. Screw this, I'm going to go buy a place in Terrigal, get rid of my mortgage, sell out of the northern beaches. But then we're getting the people out of Mossman, North Shore, moving into the northern beaches, saying, screw this, I don't need to be this close to the city. I want to go to the northern beaches. So it's been, um, it's been activity, and it's, uh, it's it's firmed up our, our property market on the northern beaches of Sydney. And what do you think a lot of um, agents and um, people's focus will be going in? Because we're we're almost in the last quarter of the year. Like, wow, it's September. It's almost been well, a nothing year. But I, well, it hasn't been a nothing year because there has been a lot of people who have pivoted and had a great year as much as there's people who have it. 
who haven't. So what do you think, what's your focus um, for the next sort of end of year closing it out? Because realistically, you've got to put your steps in motion now because November, December come around so quick. And if you think of something there, it's a little bit to the end. So a lot of people's end of year strategies coming in now, for homeowners and agents. Yeah, look, it's, it's, it's really interesting because you got, I just want to say good day to, to Luke. Yes. Uh, good day, Lisa. Lisa. I'm back. Uh, Michelle, how are you? Is back. Um, but for starter. But um, like, what was the question again? Uh, end of year. So this is basically oh, now yeah. is what you you got to set in motion your plans. Yeah. So everyone, um, we've got nine weeks of um, of putting your property on the market. If you do a deal over the next nine weeks, you'll have six weeks, which will take you till about the 12th, 20th of December. That's when lawyers like to be closing off shop. Um, not doesn't mean real estate agents are, doesn't mean you can't settle, doesn't mean you can't sell or buy in between on that four weeks over Christmas. Um, but it's it, this is the time to get serious now. So I know there's all these really gay marketing around spring has sprung. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it shits me when I see a flower or a spring and someone re refer to that. But I'll tell you what it means to people. What it means to people is if you want to get a deal done in 2020, um, that the clock's ticking and you've pretty much got um, three blinks of your eyes over three months, maybe two months, uh, and the year is over for property transaction on, on scale, on bulk. And again, you can still do a deal over December uh, without lawyers, uh, all lawyers' um, uh, businesses being open, but yeah, definitely, mate. It's it's. I reckon. I reckon people are going to get shit done. Um, I reckon it. it uh, don't forget, everyone. People are like bears. They hibernate through winter, and when winter is over, they come out of hibernation. Honestly, literally, it works like that. It's more high volume. I don't think prices will go up dramatically with sales or rentals, yep. but the activity of people moving around right now is going to happen because people are like bears coming out of hibernation. Yeah, and that would be good to track. I'll have a look on market share listing numbers. Let me have a quick look, market. Where did we see residential? Because everyone's, everyone's always got the perception spring's the best time. Come yeah. So residential, this you're up a fair bit, 743. So that's where getting stuff ready now. And I don't think there's, and we've done many, we've done a, a great podcast on renovations for little things to do prior to sell. And I think now's a great time where it isn't too late. I think there's a little, there's a period between like end of December to almost Christmas day where you can get a great, I, I don't think people should say I've missed being ready for spring. I'll wait till next year because there are some great deals done December 12th to December 24th because buyers yep. spring and they're like, I want to buy before the end of the year. Just get me a property that ticks half the boxes. So people need to be ready for that. And I know we'll do many talks up until that those dates as well but just looking at some raw numbers listings of residential properties for sale are 743 yep and we were well just before july we were 696 so up 10 percent so that's great for buyers out there 
there's a lot. And what was it pre-COVID, 26th of March, Actually, yeah. I've just I've just sent, sent something to the wall. Um, can you bring that up? Uh, oh, and this is – so I, I just want to show you guys this. It's very interesting. Um, 10 years of property. So if I use one of the – we've got a suburb on the northern beaches that has 10,000 properties – uh, all very similar properties. So I like to use that as, as a mean for Sydney uh, or an average for Sydney. If you have a look at this, guys, um, this is what listings are um, for... Um, Loading, give me a minute, sure. Can you, hide, hide, can you hide those tiles, bud? Yeah. Oh, where it says, yeah, great, thanks. So guys, just have a look at what we what we brought up for you here, this information, fantastic information. Yep, yeah, I can see it, yep. <laughs> So if you look at um, what this is stock coming to the market for the suburb of DY, which has 10,000 units, as an example, new listings coming to the market in 2011 got as much as 700 new properties came on for sale in the market. Now, uh, if you have a look here, it's at an all-time low. The amount of stock is almost half historically this is one of the lowest periods of stock on the market uh and you can see covid was an absolute outright low because no one knew what the hell was happening thanks for that yeah that's good that was smooth by us if i have to say so myself yeah and we did it on the fly as well like that as well i was i wasn't scared i wasn't scared at all <laughs> all right what else what else what else about let's talk what else about april did you have questions over from the from the hospital bed. Yeah, um, Luke made a good point. Um, I'll tee this up, need to interview a moving company. I think that is a very good idea. See what their business was like. Yeah, it's a great idea. I know, I, I, yeah, let's do that. Um, I think how it was commercial, just in general. Uh, 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 rented assets, assets that I have a holding income, have a yield, have a tenant in place, no problemos. Uh, if you have a commercial property that you're trying to sell that has no tenant, you will be absolutely punished. Uh, banks have a lot to play in this. Pro in this, banks. Uh, uh, if you are going to a bank and saying I have a commercial property with no tenant in it, they will spank you. They will spank you like a small naughty school kid child, it's, isn't it? And. I know that you were sort of on the front lines of August with some of the listings we've got with no tenants and it's, it's tough. Eh? I know I always Spank. say, you and it's like, I wasn't making excuses, but it was like you, no tenant. You called it early. You called it early. It was, but I, serious I, spanking, serious spanking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're talking about owners needed a 50% price reduction and still tough. Like, yeah. Okay. So, Tenants, rentals, commercial. Yes. Uh, you know what? A lot of people moving around, they're using the excuse to get things right. So not really business is bad or business is good. It's more like an opportunity to get things right in our commercial business. We never like this premises. We're going to move to something a little bit bigger. We never like this premises. We're going to put two of our businesses together into a new premises. They're just using this opportunity to get shit done. And it's like, I, I can't afford the excuse of uh, I'll do it later. I need to do it now. So people are really improving their, their businesses by changing their commercial retail property.
and we were coming off like our biggest month just prior with, with lease deals. Was August more just tidying those up and, or did we get another sort of surge? How, more deals. Off? More deals, more deals, more deals, just as strong. Okay, that's good. And I think yeah. it, was, it was just owners. What really triggered deals being done in the last three months compared to the last year with le leasings, owners were willing to do the deals because I know every deal we had done, the, and a lot of them had been on the market for three, six, nine, 12 months, some over. Um, yeah. It wasn't the tenants coming to fruition, it was the owners meeting. So a lot, some of the properties we had always had offers at that level, but owners just weren't ready. And then the fear of COVID, they're like, we'll take any deal. So in to sort of say COVID, I wouldn't, it, when it, someone say, did COVID drop the commercial rents? Like some of the deals we're doing at five, 10, 15, 50% lower. But to be honest, that was last year. The owner just didn't accept it. So obviously the value of it or the deal price is triggered when the deal's done. So it looks That's like- That's a really good point. Looks like COVID dropped 50% in rents, but really the economy dropped 15 in rents, but the owners weren't coming to reality until COVID. Yeah. So COVID get, takes a rap for it and sometimes- Watch those crazy hands. You're going to kill someone with those hands, dude. I'm back. Um, Luke says dream yeah, is back. You know what? It is, yeah, you're abs oh, I never looked at it that way, but- I think that I think it's been five years coming, Burge. I think I think five the last five to seven years when people have said times have changed, Amazon is here, blah 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 blah. But retail is different, online is different, blah 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 blah. blah. I think it's all sobered up and caught up now. And now uh, that was the pill that um, the owners needed to uh, sober them up. Yeah, and everyone looked forward. So that's it, Mark. Yeah, it's just over fifteen minutes. So. Welcome, welcome back. Hey, you're looking a bit skinny. That collar's looking a bit loose, bud. Nah, it's a new shirt I put on weight. It's bad. Thank you, though. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> it's a new oh. bigger shirt. I feel bad. Did you fatten yeah. up or, or yeah, skinny? I up? Up. It was since right. now I put like 10 kilos on. It's bad. <laughs> oh, fuck it. Oh, that's fucking weight. That weight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, summer's here, so uh, I've got to do something about it as well. Uh, my lovely wife's perfect, uh, but I'm not, and uh, and I've got to yeah skinny up a little bit. So I'm happy to go on a diet with you. Announce our weight every day on on live Facebook just yeah. to put the pressure on. <laughs> anyway, everyone, love you. See you. Uh, Dream team back says Luke Maroney, and Luke, a special message out to Luke Maroney. Like this is a guy that is an absolute pro on, on uh, digital media, social media, instant media. If you guys need a buyer's agent, shout out to this guy. He's super clever, super wired yeah. up, knows and what's happening in the market. Well. Great content, great perspectives on yeah. property and the investment strategies throughout. Um, so have a look and check it out. Even though we don't like what he pushes, he pushes yeah, Queensland. I was, I was like, <laughs> even though we have very different views of the type of property, how it doesn't matter. It, it's it, and you I know, great it thing. doesn't. You can have different views, but at the end of the day, the ethos is property is a great wealth creation. Let's get into it. And regardless of each way you go, if you do it consistently yeah. and tick the boxes, you're going to 20, 30, 50 years later, you will be better off than someone who didn't do it. 
obviously you'd be even better off if you do it our way by northern beaches but well you know yeah good. you know he's luke luke's luke's peddling uh queensland and we're peddling new south wales so it's it doesn't mean uh, there, there's a big population in Queensland and there's a big population in New South Wales. They offer different things to different people. Uh, so, and I, what I do like is for some reason, uh, our, New South Wales keeps growing and Queensland keeps growing and uh, that's good enough for me. For, and yeah, thanks for your support, Luke. And at the end of the day, what Luke supports is doing the investigations and doing the research where you're going to buy. So if you've made your mind up and you want to buy Queensland, I find a lot of friends who I've heard have done it, are closing their eyes and on a map just going, oh, that suburb I'm buying. So the Wrong. main thing is investigate, ask the basic questions. And there's always good suburbs within an area and little micro markets. Obviously we've done a big one on micro markets like DY East and West Pitwater Road can be very different. And if you're coming from the outside, you may not know that. So you do miss those boats, but whichever aspect you do, just sort of do your homework, but don't do it for too long because what's the biggest, the biggest people regret not buying more than they regret buying the property. So that's it, mate. Good to have you back. Welcome back Virgin and very happy that, uh, that, uh, you, survive <laughs> yeah. are alive like that getting getting surgery like that on your spine through your throat uh very mm. very scary stuff and congrats buddy you've you've done exceptionally well you're a very guys and girls you are one of the strongest people i know uh incredible incredible very, very very resilient bloke cheers speak soon bye see ya see everyone